When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We, we, when we, we come back, sometimes there's certain episodes yes. where we come back from like a little bit of a hiatus just based on how we tape things. Right, where I'm we, like invigorated. I'm like, I've right. got stuff to tell you. I got, yeah, we have things to talk about. I and mean, we almost hold off like two, you know, horses with our blinders on before we start taping. We don't want to like get into it right. before the, you know, the, the the lights come on here. It's because we want we want to share the these amazing thoughts right. with the, the listeners. <laughs> Our um, amazing and but, wonderful stories that you guys all love. I, I but I I think we should have like a little you know, there should be like a little green dot on the episodes that are like, this is after a two-week wait. Yes, <laughs> yeah. right. There's, they're ready to go. Right. Uh, how are you? What's going on? It's weird to answer that question with I with the fact that I've been like really intensely following, and I know you hate. I know you hate this stuff. I know you hate it. But the Tom Sandoval, uh, Raquel Levy, Levy, Levis. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Raquel drama. I've been. I've been very into it. I know you hate this. Well, hold on. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't. I just because I have thoughts on it doesn't okay. mean I hate it. Just because I'm not a fan of the show. I used to watch Vanderpump. I remember Tom. I remember. And please, I'm sure you're an expert now. <laughs> At this point, I'm, after my intense Instagram scrutiny. Yeah. So, uh, Detective. I, I, well, it does play into the the theme of the show. It does, which it plays into the theme of the show and the then what we're going to talk about later, the article we're going to talk about, all kind of comes together a little bit. Totally. Because it's, it's, it's a, so can you explain what happened sure. to the listeners? Yes. Catch people up in a very high level if they've never seen the show. Love, this is going to be tough. I know. Okay. I, I did see a TikTok the other day of someone like just going on the facts. Yeah. And I was like, this is actually all very right. helpful. So I'll give you the facts. Okay. As you see them, alleged. As fact. I see them, right with my paint with with the coloring of my opinion, probably somewhere in there. <laughs> As someone who has never met these people, yes. oh, never. that is not true. I oh. actually have met them okay. at a at a, at a Vanderpump Rules event that I went to years ago, um, like so a, you a cast are, party or like a Bravo event. So you yeah. are actually more qualified than ninety nine point nine percent of people who have weighed in with their opinions. Still extremely unqualified, right? But. I guess I had like a 30 second interaction. So yeah. That, well, you're at the top of the heap. Okay. I'm sure they remember me. <laughs> <laughs> right now they're wondering what would Jordana do? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, and they've all, they, a lot of them have been in the Betch's office uh, for yeah. like interviews on our, our, if you guys don't listen to our mention at all podcast, it's our Bravo podcast. You guys should check that out. Cause that has a very detailed rundown. Is the season of all that's going on. So, 
Vanderpump Rules is a show that's been on, I don't know, over 10 years, maybe 10 years, long time. Um, I I binge watched a bunch of seasons and then I now have consistently watched it, watched every season. It's a it's a really entertaining show where yeah. the characters are kind of like have show very little growth and are very immature. And so it's very entertaining. Would you compare it to kind of the new version of the real world? Like it's just like a bunch of young people kind of fucking kind of not in a, in this one contained space, but sure. without having it them locked into that contained space because they work together. That was the yeah, real world. The premise. the premise of the real world was like they live together, they work right. together. Let's see how these people interact. That's yes. kind of what the Vanderpump Rules is doing a new version of. Basically, it's a spinoff of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right, because what, Lisa Vanderpump owns a restaurant. These yes. are the people that work, work at the there, restaurant. Or used to work. At the beginning of the show, they work there. Now they're all like rich from right, the show, right. so they don't really work there. But they're still. It's the show is still about them. Right. Um. So basically, this longtime couple, um, Tom Sandoval, and Ariana. I don't remember her last name. Um, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> They've been dating. Ariana been cheated on, bitch. Yeah, exactly. They've been dating for like a very long time, yeah. over five years. They don't. She's like not really into like marriage or kids, but so but they live together. They own a house together. Okay. Um, and they've been together a while and like seemingly quite happy. And then there's so basically the drama high level is that we find out on Friday that that Tom has been cheating on Ariana for the past seven months okay. with Raquel, who is the ex-fiance of his good friend, James Kennedy. Right. They were, who were engaged last year and then broke off their engagement. Okay. Um, and he the, also it's had not help, about the pasta. Right. Guy. And he had helped plan their engagement party. It was like a whole thing. Like, very all they're all very good it's, friends in this world. Okay. It's and, all very intertwined. Yes. And so and there's just like a lot of people everyone on that show is like very mature and it's very strong opinions and very right. like vocal and they're all getting really into it and it's all very messy and it's all playing out for us all on the internet, which is why it's so captivating. Right. And and so Tom, I remember him from the show when I first watched it. He had a whole thing with Sheena. Wasn't he dating someone no, else? He was dating. Was it? She, no, it wasn't Sheena. It was who, Kristen. He was dating Kristen. Kristen, who kept launched. having different haircuts. Yes, Kristen, complete yes. lunatic. She got kicked off the show a few years ago. Kristen, I remember, didn't know what to do with her hair. Right? She, Am I right about Kristen? She always had a different do, and you could she? tell. Maybe. She was, Am I thinking of the right person? She might, I don't want to take us off. Track. I don't remember her that's, too much because opinion. she. I mean, I, she was on the show for a long time, but she and Stassi got kicked out. Um, in 2020. Okay, so times. So, but I remember when he was dating Kristen, he was like this, like, well, it, it didn't he was seem like, like an aspiring model slash actor. They're all because they also the premise of the show is like they all work at a restaurant in L.A. Right. They all want to be like many people in L.A. They're all working at this job right. because they really want to be famous or models or actors, mm -hmm. and so they're doing this to kind of pay the bills. And they made a reality show around it, which the the premise. Great idea, right? I and so so listen. So this has been going on, and it it is interesting to watch. First of all, from my perspective, I don't watch the show any. I, I had in the past, but not really a fan. But to see who in your life is gets revealed as this like I know everything about Vanderpump person. I mean, that's to me honestly, it's everyone I know. <laughs> It's not like that. I mean, maybe to you, because right. I, I'm, I guess, squarely in that demo right. of people who are like, have been watching it for years. And, yes. Um, 
or love Bravo and are, are really into all of that stuff. So I guess I was told that Tom has a cover band that he yes. goes on the road with because guys got to make money and he can go sell tickets. Yeah. So I guess he goes on the road and sells tickets to his cover band and people were like going to show up to, to yell boo at him. him and yes. yell, hit, to yell, yell at him. him, cheater. How did it come out that he, how Ariana. do we know, right. Yeah. How do we know the situation, the cheating? Like uh, what, what, it, what prompted us to find out? So there was a TMZ break in this story on Friday, um, Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Basically the story being that like his, his girlfriend Ariana was at his concert for this cover band i forgot the name um he drops his phone yeah she grabs the phone so that he it doesn't break she's like in the front row like you know what i mean like the, right. the groupie-esque in the front row like <laughs> like dancing and cheering she grabs his phone she's in there she's she's yes singing with so the crowd supportive. she's singing uh you know uptown yes. girl <laughs> yes. whatever the cover is so she's she's singing the cover or whatever with him grabs his phone Somehow sees that he gets this. He's has these texts or that are videos of like a screen recorded FaceTime of him having like phone sex with this girl Raquel, who was the other member of the show. Okay. This and then apparently this very same night, his the girl he's cheating with Raquel was on Watch What Happens Live. Okay. So, so I guess so. I guess so. So, who sends it into TMZ? Does this uh, does Ariana send she, it in? I think go? Ariana realized she probably told everyone around her, and right. then, like it's not going to not get. She so, didn't keep it under wraps. So, so. I guess. So, and also, they're filming right so now. I guess uh, right. So this is going to be part of the show, which is interesting as well. So I, you know, when I hear a story like this, I go, "Oh, guy cheated on his girlfriend with." woman they they are friends yes. with and and i that's the top level you know like mm -hmm. thing i get why that's so juicy right like i understand why we watch a car wreck like yeah, i mean that's the reason anyone even anyone who watches the show watches to see that kind of stuff and it's happening in real time right and you're getting and 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 it, i guess like and so i made a TikTok, mm -hmm. you know saying basically saying um <laughs> If you're out there and you're dating someone who's a Bravo fan and their reaction to the Tom Sandoval story is who they really are. And this is who I am. <laughs> this is who you are. Yeah. You can't. And my, I, I don't. I mean, I'll admit. Of I course. love drama. I, that's why I watch. I don't watch the show to watch people getting along. Totally. Agreed. <laughs> this is no. But this is the point of this podcast is to like. Uh, admit kind of uncomfortable truths oh, yeah. in a comfortable place. And I, I think when it comes to this, and we're going to get to this article that was in the New York Times recently, mm. it is interesting because I when I posted that, I, I and I say in the video, I'm like, I totally, you're allowed to love this. No, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I love to gnaw on the bone of a juicy story. If I see a breakup over Facebook, I'm tuning in. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the way that men are watching. I, the only thing I compare it to is like the way men are watching like a big football game. So this has been- It's kind this, of what it is, feels like. Well, this like, was the defensive answer that I got in the TikTok comments. I don't like considering any commenter a real person. Okay. <laughs> but let me acknowledge that these people, this, this opinion yeah. exists. Um, the, I guess, you know, it's interesting because I was saying, like, if you're out there, this is who you're dating. This is the real them. And yes. I guess in, if we were going to, like, compare it to sports, you know, and I my point was to say, don't say 
Oh, well, I don't like gossip. I don't get involved. Like, you can't be both. Oh, no. You, yeah. you, because, I, and I love the way you're talking about it right now because that's the way I would talk about it. Yeah, fuck it. When I watch The Bachelor, I want right. fucking dumping. I want to watch hot people yeah. cry. Fuck these people. I don't yes. care. That's why we're tuning in. That's the, and then, but it, it just, what happens in reality TV, what happens in stories like this is that it, it, you can't be both. You can't mm -hmm. tell me. You know, uh, yeah, I'm because, not above any of it at right. all. Right. Yeah. That is, and that was the point of the video. But then people writing it. Well, this is like fantasy football. Well, yeah, I guess you know if I, I yeah, I would say the same thing to a woman like the guy who you know the guy who go if your boyfriend all of a sudden the Eagles game comes on he has a face painted and he's spitting on Santa Claus because he's wearing the opposite team's jersey. Yeah. That's who your boyfriend is. Yeah. So. This is one of the, so you know what Both I mean? Both are crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, like, right, yeah. I'm, it's funny. Like everyone's like, oh, don't do the what aboutism. We all do what aboutism. Like we get into these stories. Of, well, what about the guy who likes fantasy? Well, fine. Right. I guess the difference to me is like the difference for football. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm willing to Let's like go it, down yeah. this. The difference That's for football why the show is. show exists. Let's hear what you're. Right. I, I guess I was thinking for football. I, I don't know if it correlates completely because for football you go and you cheer for the team and then something happens on the field and you boo your player for what happened on the field. I don't then go to their place of work and make sure that they're evil because they missed a catch. I, I, I mean, well, people do, but I I'm mean, saying... <laughs> I, I, I'm saying that's, it seems lesser than... Like, it, it, like well, I had people saying, I'm going to the... I'm going to the concert to boo this person. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know... I mean, that's why people go to games, though, isn't it? Like there is, right. there are crazy, and I don't think most. I wouldn't. I love this story. Um, I love. It sounds fucked up to say <laughs> I love this story, but to be honest, I it's love entertaining. This, I'm entertain. I'm extremely entertained yeah. by this story, but I I wouldn't do that. But right. just like you can really love fantasy football sure. and also not go stand outside the locker room hoping to see. Um, the opponent of the opposite team, so you can like scream, scream at them how much right. they suck. Mm -hmm. Like, but no. there are fans who do that. No, you're right. I, and there are fans that go too far. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess when it's there, like, I, I guess booing someone at. Well, here's the difference. Also, is because like one football players, the game is what they're paid to do. They're paid right. to play football. Right. If you're on a reality show, you are paid. To have this is the whole reason you're paid because people want to know these things about your life and because right. they're infested. And I think there is a sense of like when it's going well, then everyone wants everyone to be like obsessed with them and loving them and right. so excited about them. And then when it's going poorly, like everyone's like, please respect my privacy. Right. Like you I, can't I, really I, have it both ways I, if that's the job. With football, I think it's a little more messed up because their job is just to play the game. Right. I guess, well, I guess if you went and attacked the football players' friends and family, like yeah. because that's Tom came out with an apology of sorts, and except for to Ariana. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I was like, what? Really? He should have said nothing because there was no apology. It was an annoying apology. I actually thought it was an annoying apology. Uh, you're not alone. <laughs> People were not happy with his apology. I don't know what he could have said. I cheated. What am I gonna do? This whole thing was like, leave the people at my business alone because the dishwashers don't deserve this. It's like you don't give a fuck about the dishwashers. Well, well, this is like, again. Go, this is where people use morality to kind of block out 
what they actually want to do and he just wants right. to get away with it. I can understand. Which people can see through. But are, and so I guess, who just, do you believe? I would, not, I would not give out any statement. I would just, de- he, what his, Ariana did was Ariana deactivated, and she's the one he cheated on. She just deactivated her whole Instagram. Right. That's what he should have done. That's what he, he just disappear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, so yeah, I guess the football is more than I would have originally thought. The, the correlation is more than, I don't know. I, I guess like, it is interesting that this gets blown up to like other right. things. Well, it's like, also, it's happening in real time. So I think that's also just the, people are just like any piece of information and all the information that comes out is like just as messed up as like the actual thing. So. Right. I, I <laughs> it, it is funny that like I watch like a cheating scandal on Facebook very quietly. Mm-hmm. I like it. I am entertained <laughs> by it. <laughs> but I quietly watch. Yeah. I don't understand the thought of like picking you know i don't think people realize that they are the person with the pitchfork yeah i mean at the town square when they comment and that is what they look like well listen anyone who comments on any post trying to like yell at someone that they don't know on the internet to me that's a crazy person whether it's sports whether well, it's this whether it's anything that literally but Whatever it's about, if you're yelling at someone in their comment section, that that I, to me is well. I guess the different. I guess the difference is that sports fans. I don't know if we personalize these things as much. You Some know, people it, I think do though. Sure, I'm, I'm saying like the idea of like, yeah, these. You know, when you're a Patriots fans, yeah, the, these Jets fans are always like this. Like you know, right. like I. I because you see a lot, of, like, and again, like I'm I'm responding to crazies, but like you go, you know, uh, uh, these men need to know, and you're like, <laughs> you go, all right, like I saw one that was like, bad men need to be right. told what's going on. And it's like, okay, well, those I, I, we've, we've gone. Uh, there's a lot of projection they're projecting. Going on. I mean, and, and that can be less so in sports. You're not in sports in football. You're not like. And I made that pe- like you're not like projecting some sort of weird thing that happened to you with football onto like the mistake that someone made. Whereas well, in the thing, it's like let's say you've been cheated on, then you're like it feels personal. And again, right. their job is to make it personal. Yeah, and and I would say uh, now I'm disagreeing with myself and disagreeing <laughs> with you. Some people do project the sports onto the, like they go, this is, you know, in uh, Boston strong. Right. You know, that is yeah. projection. That is, oh, in Boston, when we get down, we come back. It's like, yeah, no other city would fucking come back. You know, like I, yeah. I, I, so maybe I'm completely wrong. You don't know. So maybe the, the, well, they make it part of their identity more right. than I think of you or of Vanderpump rules. Yeah. There's not a lot of people walking around in Ariana t-shirts <laughs> uh, <Yes>. or Vanderpump. <laughs> yeah. They're coming. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, 
you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. So, but I, I guess to relate this to something we saw um, well, that brings in us, the New York Times. Right, that brings us sort of to this article in the New York Times, which you sent me, um, which I, which we thought would be great. To discuss today. Yeah, it's called Bad Dates Turn Out to Be Excellent on TikTok. And this is something I've talked about on this show. Yes. The idea that there's an incentive to going on TikTok and talking about your bad dates because they do well on TikTok. Yeah. And it is, to me, there's similar um, projection going on where people go on and they go, here's my bad date story. And then a bunch of people, and this is, Primarily, you know, women yeah. that are going on. And I'm not saying they didn't have a bad date. Yeah. Uh, they, well, but it, it, this article was very interesting. We'll put the link in the mm-hmm. description. But what did you think? Well, I guess my question is, like, well, well, my take is that if you're not revealing any identifying information about the person, like the West right. Elm Caleb thing I thought was messed up because that was that person's identity. Well, um, we didn't even know uh, that guy is still yet to be found. We're still looking. Yeah, we're still looking. <laughs> the search party's out. I think when you're revealing identifying information, right. that's where it crosses a line. But I think it would be hypocritical of me to say it's wrong to talk about your de- past dating experiences right. to gain listens or follows or watches. Like that is what we do. Like if you that look was, at what sells, like happy relationships don't get any no one cares. That was the thing that I kept coming back to. Am I, are we doing the same thing as these people that they're writing about? Mm-hmm. Because I had a very um, icky feeling from reading this article. I don't think yeah. the people they interviewed sounded good at all. I don't think they, yeah, I don't think it was like a puff piece for those people at all. And yet I went to the one of their TikToks just now and one of them's, they got the face in front of the article yeah. and thumbs up, uh, proud mean, of myself. I'm in the New press. York Times, press yeah. is press. And I was a little, uh, it tasted bad to me. I mean, I there mean, are quotes that- in here that are, to me, I was like, I would never go on a date with any of these Read the people. quote. I mean- the, and what what bothers me, and I, I guess 
where I'm trying to find the line between us and them mm-hmm. because we are a dating podcast. We talk about personal experiences. I hope and I think we leave out, you know, the 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 names of the innocents, yes. so to speak. But we tell, you know, I'm I, even to go back a couple episodes ago to talking about the getting shown who you look like on a date. Yeah, that's a real story. That person exists. The person they showed me I look like exists. I was upset with that. I also, it was a 10 minute conversation where we're talking about my insecurities. And I'm saying if someone gets shown that they look like me, they're probably mad too. You know, we went around the horn of all the insecurities that I felt. So I, to me, it was a more full conversation. Yeah, well, that's what podcasts do. They allow for like a, for a more nuanced discussion of these things. But like just in the same way that you were like looking about to look at these quotes and say, I would never date this person. Like someone could easily say that about me. Say he has a dating podcast. He ta- he has talked about people he's gone out with and things that he didn't like about that. Not for me either. Right. Like someone could say that also. So they interview the woman. So in the article, they interview Mimi Shu, who's the person who started the Caleb West Elm Caleb thing. And yeah. now her full-time job is talking shit about West Elm Caleb. Uh, right. Yeah. Basically, uh, talking shit about West Elm Caleb's, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak. Yeah. And she said, though Miss Shoe's story was about a different Caleb, so it wasn't even the right guy, uh, whose identity she never made public. And though she said her goal was to not re- uh, was not to retaliate against him, the tale of, uh, set off a wave of viral videos highlighted highlighting the idea that TikTok could be a forum for righting dating wrongs. Miss Shoe, 28, said she has also been inspired by the subsequent West Elm Caleb in addition to her usual comedic bits, some of which involving poking fun at the finance bro archetype and her misguided attraction to it, she decided to dig a little deeper. I realized people want to discuss the hurt they've had and make sure they're not alone. So I started talking more about dating advice and my own experiences. She now has more than a dozen brand partnerships, she said, and considers content creation her full-time job. On hashtag dating talk, where in the app's parlance, main characters rule and videos are story times, weaving a compelling tale, sometimes over several episodes, is crucial. So I just went on a date with a guy and he got me flowers. Mackenzie Duffy, a creator in Florida with a modest following told viewers in January. She talks briefly about their park picnic and and then inserts a cliffhanger. I'm going to stitch this when we're either in a relationship or he absolutely obliterates my (laughs) self-esteem. Stitch is a creation. So in that scenario, it is we are together and love will go on and I'll become a mommy blogger or he has crushed my self-esteem. I am victim. He is the persecutor. Yes. And that's where the and that's how you pop off on TikTok mm-hmm. in dramatic speak. Yeah. So the incentive there, I don't trust the people going for the cheese, so to speak, because then you have to keep making videos. Right. I anytime someone says I should be on the podcast, I have the best dating stories. My eyes roll so hard. I turn into that cat clock. You know, like I, 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 I get like cringe because I'm like, I, I don't. To me, I'm like, you have one story that's probably pretty good that excites the brunch table. And then what's the what's the second story? Right. You know, what you know, what's the what's the point here? And then what they a lot of these, you know, the, the these bad dating stories, you know, the way they let themselves off the hook, I'm helping the greater good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never their 
made mistakes. It's never, you know, she says, oh, I, I'm attracted to finance bros. But the finance bros always the mean asshole douchebag. Right. Well, it's not a nuanced tale. I agree with that. But, I mean, at least they're honest, right? This is like, to an extent, it's kind of like, they're, this is what people want to know. People like, right. I, people I, like watching a car crash. Like, I, don't, I can provide that. See, I don't think it's honest. I think it's, uh, I, they, I think what they do is they are, you know, it, it, they're taking over like this victim mentality mm -hmm. and profiting off of it. You yeah. know, like I, I, I don't think that's what we're doing here. Right. You know, like, well, I don't, well, we haven't heard the guy's story, right? Right. And I guess their story, you know, I guess if, you know, there was another quote where it's like, you know, if a guy, you know, their, their thing is, oh, just, I, you know, go on the date with me and they'll either be my boyfriend or I'll be crushed emotionally by them. My self-esteem will be crushed. The, the the thing they're lucky for is that their goal is the righteous goal, is I want relationship. Right. If a guy went on TikTok and was like, oh, I'll stitch the date, she either fucking blows me or she's a bitch. Yeah. That's kind of, to me, that's the same thing. Even though it's in a world of, you know, that's not righteous and good, but it's well, like- relationships are more righteous than- Right. Having you well, right. uh, you know, seemingly, unless you you don't care about who the guy is and you just want to ring and you just want you know a, a certain type of guy yeah. and you know again and that well, gets me sounding like, like a fucking incelly piece of shit. But I'm saying you know it, it, the goal of guy becomes boyfriend to me isn't so righteous, but it sounds it. Well, it's kind of like well, that's like a that's a thing that sounds a lot more respectful than I'm using someone for sex and then if right. they don't. Like that's, it feels less usury. Well, I guess I'm looking the, for something sure. for, a, for someone that I'm compatible with that I can be with for a long time. It's an easier sell. But to me, I don't I, I mean, know. I, I don't, I think it is a little bit more righteous. Of, well, yeah, but I, I think that's easy to say. I don't trust it okay. is my point. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously we don't know like the reasons behind why they want this. Well, or, it's an easier, it is righteous, but it also gets you more followers, more, you know, yeah. like, you know, so I, it's a, and again, this is hard because in this day and age, like, I, like, you know, there's some people politically, you know, when they get presented a story, they can't get off that this person's doing this for money. Like right. any political thing, they can't, like, there are people who look at politics or look at any news story, the Tom and Ariana story. Mm -hmm. There are people in the comment section going, oh, they're trying to revive a show that's old and tired. Yeah. Those people are never, you know, they, and I hate to become that person with a lot of the dating story. When I see, tell, let me, I'm telling a story, scroll, right. game over for me. Okay. Like, you know, like, and I'm, I'm like, I can't trust because I do think, and I've said this on the show before, the TikTok algorithm is set up yeah. where hit that same note over and over again, and you will do well, do it every day. The girl one of the girls in the, or one of the women in the uh, article, she said, my goal was to do this every day, to talk about, you know, dating every day after the video went viral. The vi she tried the video twice. It didn't go viral the first time. She had to tell the story again to make it go viral. What did, I wonder what she, what she changed <laughs> she from, probably. from one story to the next. I mean, here's the thing. I see what you're, I see what you're saying. It's like, I wouldn't want to date me either. <laughs> like to an extent no but of, i think you i like, but the way you're talking about it, i would want to date mm -hmm. you know the the idea of like hey i'm just i'm telling you this is a gross thing 
You know, like I, no one wants to be seen eating a McDonald's, but we love McDonald's. Like, right. You know, like I, I don't want to be sitting there with the T-shirt on and the, the you know Burger King hat on. You know, like I want to be known as, but. But it's something. Yeah. It's something I like. Yeah. It's, you know, it's junk food. I think the acknowledgement. I think what happens, and this happens in Bachelor Universe a lot, where it becomes this morality thing and gets extended. That's where I kind of go because well, I I don't know like what that's like with the Taylor Swift thing, right? Right. Like when we did we did a whole I think breakdown of that where it's like yeah it's like what does well for Taylor Swift? These saw like these saw this ten minute video mm. about this guy who we. She didn't mention, but we all know who it is, who mm -hmm. um, has wronged her. And you're kind of like, on the one hand, um, it like is she taking advantage of this situation, especially like 10 years later? Mm -hmm. um, but on the other, like, it, she, it's not her fault. That's what sells. Right. I know, like, but <laughs> she's playing the game. Yeah. But like, I, yeah. You that's... Just, you'd prefer an interview where she says, yeah, the right. people <laughs> love this song. And, right. I'm going to give them what they want. Right. I, it's hard for me to trust Taylor's all about the art and heartbreak when she's in a commercial for Chase Bank as well. Yeah, No, she's... This chick makes money. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think there's a little bit of all of us in both people. In the... in. Oh, that's why yeah. it's relatable. That's right. why it does well, you yeah. know? I mean, but I, there's another quote that I want to read right here because yeah. this is really where it got me, like, annoyed, okay? Let's hear it. Um... So men, so still some creators hope men are listening and heed what may be an implicit warning in many of these videos. So it's, this is now a threat. Okay. Okay. Be good by my well, standards that I'm not going to well, tell you about. Are they outing these people? Like, well, as, no, well, as, there was one story where she says the guy got in his car and drove away in the middle I mean, of the that's day. That's fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. So that happened to me. I would tell that story on the show. Of course. And I wouldn't be like, and I wonder like, and, and I'm sure he had a good reason. Well, and if you made that, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it does make me wonder what happened on that date, but I, <laughs> But I agree. This guy's a monster. If you go on a date and you go, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, then I gotta go, move my, I gotta go move my car. <laughs> right. Wasn't sorry. Wasn't feeling it. Right. That's out of a movie. That's almost so ridiculous to me that it like. Yeah, that's a story that I would want to hear. That's right. This person, Miss Grippo, the one uh, who had to do her Ms. video Grippo. twice. Uh, men are aware right now that they could get thrown to filth on the internet and completely shaded by anyone they date, Ms. Grippo said. It might cause them to be more alert in their actions, maybe a bit more intentional. So that to me is- That person's annoying. Warning right. me, sure. you better be, you better want to date me no matter what, mm -hmm. or you'll be thrown to filth. Like I, I the language right. is even gross to me. Both she and Miss Duffy have dated men who have told them they tune into their content. So here, this is the point where, where I got really annoyed, okay? okay. Because if you went on the podcast and you were like, yeah, this guy like drove away on his date and then you, you told the story and it got millions of hits or whatever. Yeah. And then a guy you went on a next date with was like, oh my God, I saw your video. That's crazy. Right. What would your response be? Like. If they just said that's crazy. I'd be I, like, I yeah, know. it was a really insane story. Like, what do you what do you mean? Like, I, I was just like, that's nuts. I can't believe yeah. he just got up. What did, what did he say? I would have a lot of questions if I saw. Yeah. This I, person, I mean, I would tell them all the details. Right. They wanted. And it would be, a, I think yeah. it would be a fun conversation yeah. to tell you the truth on right. a date. But yeah. this person, uh, whenever they say, hey, I saw your TikTok, I say, well, are you going to learn anything from it? 
Miss Duffy said. Okay. Can you that's imagine? A, that's a terrible response. With, with with great power comes great responsibility, as um, Uncle a, whatever a, fuck his name, Uncle Ben said, on to Spider Man. Some of these people, let's just let's just agree yeah. that power is doesn't matter your gender, what you identify as. Power can be misused by anyone. And, yeah. and there and that, is a great power she's, that she's women holding have. It over, and she's holding it as the power, which I think is, that's the main issue. With I just want to acknowledge, this is, I guess this is where I'm, I'm, I'm meandering around this point right. of like, you have a, you, this is a new superpower that women have. The power of virality? Right. Okay. The power of virality. Because yeah. just generally a man's story of, of tragic woe ain't going to pop. No matter, and, and the more vague the male story gets, the more it ain't going to pop. You with your vague story of, and then he split the tab, <laughs> you know, like uh, that it's going to do well. Okay. They even say in this article that these videos do better than the, their yes. other ones. When you say, when a guy goes on the date and says, hey, I saw that TikTok. Like th to me, that's a, that's a guy who took interest. That's a guy who recognized right. you. I, I, I would assume they're not coming on the date going, I saw that fucking TikTok. I'm going to defend my boy. Right. You know, I, like, I agree with you. I think her response right. is like, well, you, now you better watch yourself. I wouldn't date that person either. That is the, I think that's kind of the fear. Because I used to get that. I mean, sure, you, I'm right. sure you get that. Like, right. oh, are you going to talk about this on the show? Of course. When I, we had the blog, you know, when I was single, we had the, we had the blog when we had uh, Betches, like mm. as just a website. And so I remember going out with guys, are you going to, oh, are you going to write about me on the thing? I'm like, we don't write about anyone in particular. Right. And like, I don't know why you think I would write about you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the well, date at that point, the date was probably over. I mean, it's over for me. I, yeah. I mean, like that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's the, but I think the response is, I wouldn't be like, yeah, you better. Well, like make sure there's nothing for you right. to write for me to write about. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be what it's it, what I would say, which, which is what she should say. If she wants to actually date someone and meet someone would be right. Would be, um, I would never write about. I would never. I would never reveal anyone's name or write about anything. I try to talk about things that I feel like are relatable. Right. I. I, I universal, not specific to you, Joe Finance. Totally. Right. I agree with that. I would say the same thing. But yeah. it is. It, but also, you know, this is kind of where I'm like, I don't believe these people and their righteousness. Yeah, the righteousness. I agree. Is you know, annoying. the the righteousness or the like. I'm. I'm doing this for the greater good. I agree. It's annoying. If I'm it, that step to me is different than I'm doing this because it's a real, I'm discussing things that I feel like are relatable to people right. dating my age. I feel like getting ghosted. I'm sharing an experience that I had getting right. ghosted because I feel like other people get ghosted. And so hearing me, I haven't, here's my, my thought process or my take on it that someone might be like, like, like might be thinking too, but feel kind of scared to say out loud. Right. And, and I have fun doing it. Yeah. I have fun when I get a lot of likes. I have fun when it goes viral. I like when I get the attention. Yeah. I like when, when a video does well, you know, like that, that all goes with it. Yeah. I, I just thought that one quote that, well, what did you learn? Right. As if you got, I wouldn't date that person either. I think many, I think I would, I would advise anyone I knew not to date that person because that person is again saying that like that they're using this as something as a warning to me, right? which I don't think is that's, that's the worst version of this. The best version is I'm using this to show people who are watching it, who might be going through the same thing that it happens to everyone. Absolutely. And that's something we've said on this show. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back. Thing. But I, I, you know, like, but when we started this, I was like, let's be funny about dating. Like, when right. I started talking about dating, there was never like, it's easy to walk it backwards. It's easy to go, oh, when someone says to you, you really helped my dating life. And then you start going on interviews going. That was my point. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> All I thought about when I made that video of that guy speeding away on his Ford Taurus. <laughs> Was helping some young women, user the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Right. no, I mean, to me, like that's what we do. That's a nice side. That's a nice. That's a nice right. um thing that happens. But if there were no money, like I don't think we would be here for five years if this was like unpaid. Game. No, we gotta fucking make a living. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's I love. But it's great that right, it's like, I love that, it. Of course, that's yeah. the best part. But <laughs> right, I, I it, it's. Uh, this is an interesting time. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. Awesome. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your awkward sex stories. I'm on the road, people. Where are you going? I, I just want to let people know I'm I'm out there. I'm still trapped. I mean, I taped the we're taping this after a red eye flight. I'm I'll do anything I, for hard, you fans. Hardest working man in America. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like these fucking TikTokers. Yes. I'm doing this for the people. Like a single uh, mom. That's right. I'm on the road. Oh, this comes out tomorrow. If you're a subscriber, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. We, We're subscribing we, this Monday before. We usually don't do this. Very rare. Yes. Day before taping. Indianapolis. I'm there this weekend. I haven't been to Indy since I taped a COVID special there. 
Oh, wow. I taped uh, uh, all material about COVID in Indianapolis, and it was like quarter capacity. So I'm back in Indy. I hope there's more than a quarter of the room full. Uh, Spokane, Washington, Oklahoma City. Then I'm coming to Europe. Europe's coming. We got to talk about I'm that. So we got to talk about scheduling yeah. this podcast to get ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, well we're going to have to get ahead because Jared's going to be back away from France that, and the rest of Europe. Got my beret ready. Yes. I'm ready to travel. Going to Dublin, Belfast, London. Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo. Then I'm going to Kansas City, Missouri, just added to the calendar, and Nashville, Tennessee. So jaredfree.com yes. for tickets. And if you want to hear me talk more about Bravo, oh. um, because that is a passion of mine, Yes, um, you can listen to me on Wednesdays on the Mention It All podcast. I, I mostly talk about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm putting my college degree to work. That's. I have a strong. <laughs> I minored in Real Housewives of New Jersey with a, with a concentration in Teresa's uh, <laughs> Teresa Judice. I. I love that you have like these experts of cer certain ones. I, I think that's great. Bring out Jordana. I got a Jersey story going the on. Masters. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's not my, I would say it's not my, it's not the classiest thing that I discuss of all the. <laughs> I'm Listen, not I, would I would rather date a reality show fan than not. Yeah, those I, people are fun. Fun, yeah. light. The ones that get it. you're too good for a reality TV right. show, get the hell out of here. Right. I, you know, I've heard that there's, there's script writers. Uh, a friend of mine said that a lot of like script writers, they like for TV, they watch these shows because they're like they're the best they're real yeah. conversations. Things that would really happen. Yeah. yeah. So to help them write scripts. You is... should go back to Vanderpump. It's great show. I feel like now's the time, <laughs> right. right? This is. Well, the other th interesting thing about this show jumper. is that they were going, sorry to get back into it. They were going to cancel it. I heard like, because it okay. got pretty bad two years ago. They tried to bring in like a whole new cast. Yes. Or like most of the cast. And it was like, did season did terribly. Mm. Um, and then somehow they turned it around. And this is like the, this is the, I mean, this is the best thing to happen to that show in probably well, five is, years. This is why people don't trust it. And I hate those people annoy me. Well, like you're the least fun person. I actually have from watching this for this entire time. I truly believe that it is not scripted that part of it. Because I know these characters don't grow up. It's like an L.A. thing, I <laughs> <Right>. think. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? Yeah. Hi, J&J. &J. Writing in with an awkward sex story I think you will enjoy. So two summers ago, I was around 23 at the time. I went on a hinge date with a guy a bit older than me. I think he was around 28. We went out for sushi and drinks, then to a wine bar after more drink, after for more drinks. I was feeling pretty tipsy by the end of the date when he asked if I wanted to go home with him to hang out more. AKA hook up, obviously. I was feeling the wine at this point was honestly just horny. <laughs> okay. I was feeling the wine at this point and honestly just horny. So I agreed and he drove us to a house about 15 minutes from the wine bar. Before getting out of the car, he informs me that he's currently apartment hunting and he is staying with grandma for the time being. That's a late okay. reveal. Yeah. I would like to know pretty <laughs> early. How does that not come up on the date? Which date was this? This was the first date? First date. They're drinking wine. They're at two different bars. You never mentioned one. Say, hey, I live with Nana. Yeah. Before getting out of the car. <laughs> right. It's I mean, late. I guess you could. he really wanted, he really needed this. Right. I mean, he wasn't going to let, you know, fucking Meemaw get in the way. Um, 
I was like, um, okay, didn't have the time to argue. Before I know it, we're in his grandma's living room watching TV. He even had to excuse himself to say goodnight to poor Grammy before making a move on me on the couch. We had a few more drinks. <laughs> that, I how do you, I mean, on the one hand, kind of sweet. Very sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's better than him being like, Grandma, what the fuck? Like, get out of here. <laughs> trying to fuck do you know what I mean like I, I do yeah. like that more than if he were like rude to his grandma right. like, he's like I'm, I gotta say you know I don't wanna be I wanna be like respectful of my I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna gotta, go tuck her in gotta, I'll be right back gotta help her apply her dentures right hey Nana <laughs> just wanted to say goodnight yeah just gonna tuck you in are you everything good no it's a friend like I, I'm just imagine. no no she's it's a friend we went out yeah, it went well. Yes, she's Jewish. <laughs> that would be the question. Right? Yeah, no, no, we met through a friend. No, the friend, you know her, Rachel. You know, yeah. okay, good night, Nana. I gotta go. Yes, yes, I'll have breakfast tomorrow. I love you. <laughs> you're in the other room, you're just here. <laughs> Big old kiss. <laughs> He kisses grandma, then kisses her. <laughs> it's so funny. He even had to excuse himself to say goodnight to poor Grammy before making a move on me on the couch. Now, now that Nana's been tucked in. Now the real fun starts. <laughs> right? We had a few more drinks, and by this point, I was definitely feeling drunk. Eventually, we made our way to his bedroom and started hooking up. I had to pee, so I excused myself to the bathroom. So I had this running joke over this particular summer where I'd record the bathroom of my hinge dates on Snapchat and send it to my friends jokingly as a hinge date bathroom tour. Again, all these women going viral. It's her, it's her friends. I get it. It's on <laughs> Snapchat. Um, and a little I, clowny. But, no, I, I yeah. think it's fun. I get it. And I would whisper funny things about the bathroom. So, of course, I started recording myself in the bathroom as a tour of my hinge date's grandma's bathroom, making comments about his grandma's decor <laughs> style, etc. If I am a grandma one day and my grandson brings in some hoe who's right. talking shit about my bathroom... <laughs> To her friends. Uh, um, yes. I will find her. Right. This is. <laughs> I'm just imagining this happening, like, to me, like, right. as the grandma. Look like, at these fucking towels. start making fun of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look at her old taste with this old hag. <laughs> I'm putting myself in grandma's shoes. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> fucking Good. Gen Z bitch. <laughs> right. She's going around taping. Yeah. Oh, grandpa must have died from this poor taste. Right. At least I own a home. Yeah. <laughs> I was also wearing his oversized basketball jersey and looked completely drunk and ridiculous in the video. Disclaimer, I know no one uses Snapchat anymore, but I was 23. Cut me a break. I don't understand the disclaimer. Like, I, I mean, I guess people don't really use Snapchat. No, but yeah. I'm saying... Okay, you use yeah, Snapchat. If she did it on Instagram, no, who, would, who, would be the difference. Who the fuck yeah, cares? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess you're worried about all that judgment Snapchat. that you're giving out, too. <laughs> Snapchat seems like the perfect forum for this exact Absolutely. type of thing. This should disappear. There's no reason for Grandma's bathroom well, to go was, viral. She had a group of pe friends that she was sending this to. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. Snapchat group. Yeah. I then went back to his room, and we proceeded to have sex. It was not good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with the story. Unnecessary, yeah. 
Immediately after, he rolls over and opens his phone. He starts cracking up and says to me, why is your Snapchat story of my bathroom? I had accidentally posted the video I meant to send to just my friends on my public story. We had added each other on Snapchat before the date. I wanted to die of embarrassment. I just, I just played it off saying, oh, I meant to send that to my friends. He thought it was funny, but there was no way to escape the awkwardness. I immediately called myself an Uber and left in a hurry. I never saw him again, LOL. Sincerely, over the river and through the woods. Wow. What do you think? That's a, I like this story. It's a good story. Yeah. It's fun. It is crazy. I mean, weird on his part that he wouldn't tell her that he lived with his grandma. It shows the lengths men will go to for sex. I mean, like the idea that he never mentions it. And then last second, oh, by the way, there's an 80-year-old woman in the house. Would you have done this? No, I don't. I hope I wouldn't. I, I, <laughs> I don't like know. Like if you're, let's say you're 23. I, I don't think so. Would you bring someone back to like your your parents' pool house? Yeah. I guess that's separate. Right. What if it wasn't? What if you were staying? What if when you were staying with your parents, you were in the house? I guess I would. I, 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 I probably would. My parents, yeah. I, I don't really, but I would, I would, you know, it, there's this mentality of like, we'll figure it out later. Right. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out in post, you know, like, yeah. well, like I, I, there's this mentality of like, I'm here with a woman. I already got her to say, yeah, I already did. The, I already did the clothes. Okay. We're here. This is it. It's happening. You know, she's hot. I'm into this. Yeah. Uh, she's into me, you know, and it's like, who cares? Nana will fuck her. She's dying soon anyways. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I do understand she would the want mentality. This for me. Yeah, yeah. This was, this is her Hanukkah gift. Yeah. You know, like I. I'm trying to decide if I would, if I would. If I would uh, be into this for my grandson, yeah. How would like. you? I, I, yeah, right. Um, I guess I don't know. She, I'd be like, is she gonna steal for me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you let a strange woman in this house, <laughs> Jared. I mean, the thing is, I I've come to learn how annoying my mom would wake up. A pin drop. Start ask, right, asking start questions. What's going what on? Right. My, we went. I went home for my dad's 65th birthday. It was, I got hammered at the party, okay? My brother and his fiance, they ordered pizza. I don't know. I was, I was like, there's pizza to be ordered in Boca? This pizza came. I took, they ate it. And then I, and I, I think I woke up out of like a drunken stupor and I texted them. I was like, Hey, where's the pizza? And they're like, come in the house. So I go for my parents have this little pool house. I go to the house. Yeah. I go to uh, get the, I go take the big box. It's a huge fucking box. And I take the rest of the pizza. It's like three slices left. I wake up the, the whole box back, the whole box. I wake up boxes next to the bed. Pizza's gone. My mom, the whole day. Where's the pizza box? Where's the pizza box? There's a there's a box in the where I want to know. You didn't want to tell her. Because, what was she gonna? I threw it away. I got rid of it. I got rid of the body. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's the box? You couldn't let go Someone of the box. Must have stolen it, mom. Yeah, she was worried that I threw the box away and didn't wash it first. Like she washes garbage oh, before. Well, but she it, doesn't want the animals to get in there. This is her whole thing. I don't have the iguanas. You know, like, so I, 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 if I brought a woman home at two in the morning, a lot of questions. Oh, the questions. It wouldn't be worth it. How would I ever get hard? Okay. Alternative question. You're on a date. Yeah. She's like, let's go back to mine. You're about to get out of the car. 
by the way, I live totally with my grandma. With totally fine. Okay. I, I, that, that isn't even like, I'd be like, invite, what's her name? Gladys. Nice to meet you. I'm Jared. We just had a nice drink. How what are you? What do you do? Oh, I, I'm a comedian. <laughs> well, then she'd probably be like, right. get him out of here. Yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> is, it a, is that your full time job? <laughs> 401k. How do you make money doing that? You tell jokes? <laughs> Are you, you like a Jerry Seinfeld? No, no, you know. Ashley, what are you doing? Right, what are you? <laughs> yeah, but I would handle that. That would be easy. Okay, so you're can, fine with it. I, mean, I think I'd be, how nice is Grandma's house? Let's say she's get, living, she's, he's saying she's it's living temporary. Well. He's saying it's temporary. It'd be, I think right. that's a good, that's an important preface. Well, he says it's temporary. It's first yeah. date. Right. And he's not revealing this until the last possible fucking yeah, second. We don't know what lying. this guy's yeah. ta- talking about. <laughs> Moving out any day now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the paper's coming through. I'm just going to sign some dots and I think it'd be funnier if he was just like my roommate. That's funny. <laughs> well, I, I think it'd be like, to me, I respect the guy more if like opening line is like, yeah, I have a roommate. It's my grandmother. Like that's like. Yeah. Then it can be like kind of fun. Like we made the decision together. Right. Like it's almost like we don't even care. We're going to go back and. Right, that's where he becomes a kind of a monster. Right, to do it at the last it's possible second. It's a little second. sneaky. And then you're, oh, I gotta kiss my grandma to bed. It's like, do you? I don't believe anything at this point. You've held this is a big piece right. of your life right now. Yeah, it's the difference between like I've got an early meeting when you when you're talking like when you get to the date and you're talking about your day tomorrow. You got a crazy day tomorrow. Besides, like you just had sex. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> you got a crazy day tomorrow. Hey. So you right. get in that like, Uber. I got a big day. Same yeah. situation. And I've been in both. Yeah. I've been and in that situation. I relate more to it where it's like, I do have a crazy day tomorrow. I do want to get a blow job. <laughs> I forgot to bring this up earlier. Both things can be true. Right. <laughs> well, it's better if you bring it up. If before. I had brought it up earlier. Right. I wouldn't feel as bad as, Hey, it feels less personal. Right. Yeah. So timing is everything. As they say. Did you have yeah. a name for this? I didn't. What did you have? I, I had what over the river and through the, to grandmother's house we go. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah. To grandmother's, to grandmother's house we go. That was really what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. But big boomer, boomer energy. Right. Um, or I don't know. Are grandma's boomers? I feel like our parents are boomers. I don't know. I don't know. People get offended by that boomer thing. Why? They just don't like it. They, but they call them boomers. I don't think boomers. I, we are very divided as a country. I don't know if you know that. What's Jordana? the generation before boomers? The greatest generation. The greatest right? generation. Oh, that right. would have been a good. The greatest. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, then there's Gen X. Yes. And then millennials. Gen X are like, I feel like mid forties to fifties. Yeah, I, I the. The Gen Xers are getting older now, and they were always, you know, I, I think of them as the big siblings. Yes. The older like, siblings. Uh, Dr. Naomi. Dr. Naomi, Gen yeah. X. She's Gen, Gen like X. Gen X yeah. energy. Gen X gets lost in the shuffle. We don't talk about yeah, them Yeah, no one gives a shit about them. Yeah. Sorry. They're very middle child. Well, it's also, I think they're very irrelevant to our lives because they're like, unless you have like a sibling that's like 15, 12 years older than you, they're right. like too young to be your parents and too old. They're like, they're too old to be your siblings. Right. They have people. like 15 year olds right now. Yeah. And I have no relation to anyone with a 15 year old. Exactly. Like, it's <laughs> just the wrong, the, yeah, it's well, the invisible put, generation to us. I, it's funny. I went to Irvine, California. I did shows there. Thank you to everyone who came. The shows were great. Um, but I posted this video about Irvine as a town. 
and the town, the 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 part of Irvine that I saw. Let me say that. Okay. Because I know there's like the OC has like Laguna Beach and Newport Beach, all these areas. But when I was in Irvine, you're like, I was like, oh, I I can see what this why how this town got built. Okay. Like it's like they put it's this huge mall and it's like you're gonna never have to leave Irvine. You can eat here, you can work here, you can fuck here, you can play here. And I said it's kind of sad now. Like it, it represents a time in the world that I don't. You know, it represents like a, a time a gone by, time. a bygone yeah. time that people wanted that. Like, I don't think our generation is looking to eat where they fuck, where they play, where they, you know, our generation is like, I want to go to Indonesia, you know, like, <laughs> right. right? So I want to be, yeah. you know, I want to live they on a hot like, ton of water. You yeah, know? they don't want everything from their one little town. Right. Yeah. But then all these comments, so I put it on TikTok and again, to go back to commenters and I hate to even give them human qualities, but the defense, uh, it was from so many that age yeah. of like, it's a great town with a great school system. Okay. You know, like that was like the response. And you're I'm like, sure I'm is. sure it is. Yeah. Oh, I, speaking, I mean, speaking of generational divides, right. I got so many DMS from, from uh, your least favorite teachers Ooh. about Riz high school. Teachers I got a lot of high, Riz. a lot of high school teachers being like, nah, Riz is all the rage. The high school kids love Riz. It's what we used to call game, I guess. So I guess we stand corrected in saying that that no one uses Riz. Well, okay, maybe no one uses it, but this is the world nerds wanted to create, <laughs> where charisma is the Riz. The Riz. Yeah. Well, I it's, guess in high school, that's that's what it is. Guess these teachers got a bunch of nerds in their classes. You tell them. <laughs> you up tell them to, yeah, right. tell them to listen to the U Up podcast. Bunch of losers. <laughs> The teachers are not going to be happy when they hear the Sunday special this week. There's a lot of teacher bashing. Let me just say, oh, yeah. teachers, we love, we love teachers. you. You guys are great. You're dateable. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever dated? Have you ever gone on a date? Yeah, I've dated a teacher. Okay. Yeah. That's how I know. <laughs> Stay away. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I joke. He's kidding. I'm He's a kidding. comedian. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Right, let's do another email. <laughs> I'll read it. All right, Ready? go for it. Dear J&J, I'm a longtime listener and lover of the pod. In the past few years, I've been <clears throat> in and out of several romantic relationships slash situationships, but one constant 
as I've navigated the, those has been you up. Wow. This sounds like our, uh, it sounds like they're giving a speech at like the you up wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the story I've been through thing. highs and lows and good times and bad times. And the one constant Aww. has been the you up podcast. And they all, I've also sent several episodes to friends when I didn't want to have to give them tough love myself. Love so it. thanks that's, for that. That's what That's it's all really about. the best, I love most, that. highest utility of this kind of thing. It's like, I think you're doing this completely wrong, but mm. I'm not going to be the one to tell you. Here are two people that agree with me that don't know you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now I've recently been dealing with my own relationship dilemma that I'd love for you two to weigh in on. My boyfriend and I are in our 20s, have been together for about two and a half years, and are planning to move in together this summer. For context, we were living in the same city for the first year and a half of our relationship and have been doing long distance for about eight months now since he took a job in a different city. We plan to get a place together in the city that he's currently living in. Enter the dilemma. I can't shake this feeling that when we move in together, my whole life as an individual is over. <laughs> Talk about being excited. I know I'm prone. Can't to wait. I know I'm prone to overthinking clearly, but I'm worried about maintaining my sense of self as a 20 something experiencing life with a partner for the first time. When I think about the decision of living with my boyfriend, it feels right. We're taking the step at a younger age than is typical, but it makes sense for our relationship. We both have discussed wanting to eventually get married and a very loose timeline for this, and that makes us both excited to think about. But I also don't want to give up these years of fun and personal growth that I think are really important. I'm torn between my desire to settle down and a feeling of wanting to make the most of my quote-unquote youth. So what do you guys think? Can I do both? And how do I keep making the most of these years while I'm in a relationship and especially living with my boyfriend? Jordana, as someone who has lived with your significant other for years and is now married, have you ever wondered about being your own person? Me? One half of uh, of the Marinellis? I don't even care. And if not, how do you avoid this? And Jared, I know you've experienced living with a significant other and without... Did you feel a big difference in your ability to develop as an individual in the different living situations? I'd love any thoughts and advice on this. Sincerely, a betch who wants to do both. Okay. Well, I appreciate the email. There's a lot of thought going into this yeah. move in. To me, this is like, I understand the question. I think it's much, it's a much more pointed question. I think she's like, um, the fact that it's long, that she's moving long distance. Mm. She's moving out of her city. Right. Is the biggest is the biggest thing here. Right. She's moving to him. Right. To to make this yes. life. And I'm sure she has less friends in the new city yeah. than she has in the current one. Where you were, right. Where you probably know maybe just one person. Maybe at, more. At a minimum, it's your boyfriend. Right. At a maximum, it's probably not a lot. Yeah. Because to me, it's like when I when you move into someone with someone in the same city that you both live in, it's kind of like the idea that you wouldn't just continue to live your normal right. life that you were living before then just happened to while right. happening to live with someone wouldn't is kind of like obvious to me. Right. Just because we moved in on Tuesday doesn't mean I cancel my girls night on Wednesday. Right. Like to me, yeah. there's, there's, there wasn't that big of a difference for me personally in my own situation, just having already had my entire life set up here anyway. But for her, I think this is a very good question as it relates to like moving for someone. Right. I, I, and that is hard because, and, and the moving you're right. Puts this like, next chapter to it right you know it makes it even more because because i didn't relate to the email you as much as i you had to figure out how to develop as an individual <laughs> i mean isn't that what this podcast <laughs> yeah. has been all about just um me saying that stuff out loud i i don't know like the because i 
the idea of where you're moving, it's like, okay, well now the next chapter begins. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, family. I'll be living in this See apartment. Right. Yes. We'll be having date nights and monthly sex appointments. Like, it doesn't have to be that way, but I can understand how it would feel that way yeah. and get that way. Yeah. Because there's no one else. Like, if you she's don't a, have she's a... She's a crutch. This person's... A, because you're moving. Right. And moving to a new city, if you weren't... If it's kind of like if you weren't dating, if you just moved to a new city, a single... You would probably be exploring like the whole city, doing everything, trying to make friends, trying to like meet people, trying to do stuff. But if you're living with someone that you're date, like if you're if you're in a relationship and you're living with that person, I could see why you'd be like, well, I don't know if I really need to like go to this. You're taking you're taking less chances, right? You, and like trying less things, probably. You're, you're you're more comfortable, yeah, right away, but not really growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 and I do think. We underrate how long it takes to get used to a city you're living in. Completely. I think we underrate. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, like, when I was, like, four years in in New York City, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, people think, like, you know. And you knew probably knew a bunch of people here. And I knew people already. But I, I even just living alone as an adult after college, I was like, I don't know how this all goes. And then you get, like, four years in, I, you go, I get it now. And then it's eight years in, you go, Oh man, I, I thought I knew four years ago. Like you, right. you, you really never. Well, she's like, how do I make like a life for myself when right. there's like, I could, cause she, I think in her head, she's like, I could move in with this guy and just kind of adopt whatever life he has mm -hmm. and maybe make a friend eventually or right. something. Well, I, I guess that's my advice is like, thank, thank you. Social media gods. Like, mm -hmm. let's go to our friends and family. Hey, does anyone know I'm moving to the city? I want to be put in touch with people. Yeah. That are separate from them. Right. Yeah. I want to I want to get drinks with people that, you know, like I, you know, I think like utilizing the quote unquote natural market. Right. You know, your friends and family going on Facebook. I know this feels weird to go on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, whatever you use or like Snapchat even like, you know, uh, or TikTok. Hey, put on your stories. I'm moving to this city. Does anyone have friends out there? Yeah. Who they, who they think I might get along with. Even right. just the friends that you have in your current city. Do you know anyone else out there? Anyone who you think would be like fun to to go out and hang out with? Right. And do like a drinks night and let's still be, you know, and I guess their fear, they related to like being, uh, you know, young and having the young right. experience. I think there's a difference between did I fuck enough and am I going to be able to be a kid enough? Yeah. Like, or be, you know, young enough, you know, so... You can be young with your partner. Like that's not, you can do fun things. You can go out and see shows together. You can make plans. You can go see new restaurants, can travel together. Like the the, the world doesn't end yeah. for, based on your move in. I think she just wants I think I agree with all of that. I also just think I just think she wants to know that she has she's going to have her own separate life than yeah. this person who already has their life set up there when she I mean a lot of people move in with people and they just they become their friends with the with the with the friends of this person or their friends with the with the girlfriends of the friends of this person and then you have like one life mm -hmm. and I could see where her concern is because she's like I'm just going to be like a cog like a like a lego fitting into right. whatever you have going on and she's probably afraid that she's you know not going to have her own sense of identity apart from this person well I but that's a part of the puzzle too. Yeah. Like she, I, I think she's got to like, not like you might have to push your boyfriend too. Like I, so. I, 
guys are not a lot of like, let's do drinks with their guy friends. Let's do a double date. Yeah. It's just not a lot. Like if I meet up, there's like one friend of mine that I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? Him and his wife. And we got this, this and this. Oh, right, I'm downtown. I'm down. It, it, there's everything's right. very You're loose. You're not setting up like. No, there's no dinner. There's yeah. no. I'll make I, a reservation for the. Four I have of never made a reservation for a group of friends to get together. Okay. And. <laughs> I wonder what your talk group chat is talking about you. Uh, <laughs> Like Jared, so Jared never makes it. Up. Just yeah. shows. No, I didn't. I never even shown up. Yeah. You know, like I. <laughs> I don't even do this, that. This reservation doesn't yeah. exist. Right. So, I think that could be scary too. Where she's like, he only hangs out with people. Like, like it could be just them too. Yeah. Like he's not. He might like, not have any friends either. Right. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a problem. Or he doesn't really make an effort with his friends. Yeah. You know, I know I don't. So I I think like. You know, male friendship is just very, it's it's different it, 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 as far as, like, there's a lot less structure. Like, it even goes back to this email of moving in. Like, I remember when when I moved to New York City and you talked to women about their roommates and there was this, like, need for the roommates to, like, do stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. You're like a team. A team. Yeah. And we got to decorate the apartment together. We got to have a home. And I was like, why are you making a home with this fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know each other. Or yeah. you guys are like put together via a friend of a friend. Or they were like friends from college. And I was like, why are you guys living together like you're married? Well, like this is fucking like, weird. It's because you want that crutch to an extent. Right. But then they would right. hate their roommate. And yeah. they go, I can't stand this person. And I never had that experience with a roommate. Like I never felt I had to like Did you make live with roommates besides your brother? Yes. Okay. I, when I first moved to the city, I lived with a roommate and a buddy of mine from college. And there was never like a awkwardness of like, are we going to do dinner this week? Or I, I are we just, right. hey, hey, what are you watching? Well, I think men are different in that way. Well, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. Like, so like this, I, 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 that can also be, a, I would understand that she's like, I'm going in this home. Where I don't want to be a part of his life. His life might be nothing. Yeah. Like it might be, he's flying by the seat of his pants. He's maybe he has friends, but he sees them out, like when they're getting hammered. Yeah. There's no like, and so I I think she might have to encourage him on. to be like, hey, where are your friends and relationships? I want to go out with them. I want to go out with like I want to know the girlfriends. I want to yeah. know the boyfriends. I want to know the the group. I need to know the dynamic. I agree with that, especially like she's the one taking the risk here, right? She's right. the one moving her whole life to this city. So she could say, I'm feeling a little nervous again about about, um, you know, not develop, fully developing my own life and figuring stuff out. It'd be great if you could help me. Yes. By helping me meet some other people, set up some double dates. Let me know what your friends, you know, give me the rundown on like on what's going on with you. Right. Give me some day parties to get excited about. Yeah. What are we going to do on Saturday, the first weekend I'm there? What's going to be, you know, do we have any events coming up? Is there a party? Is there, what is, what's the group chat talking about? You know, like, what is, is the there a group for chat? for my big debut? <laughs> I'd like to be presented. Yeah, no, yeah. I think like it's yeah. very important. If someone, if someone were moving in with me from out of state, I would be like trying to make them feel as comfortable as possible. Right. What level of work is he doing yeah and and again even if he's not like he didn't think of that which i wouldn't be like say he's a monster if he hasn't she can say this is my fear i need you right. to help me feel more comfortable because i'm moving and i'm a little i'm a little scared right and and uh, it's a two-pronged solution yeah 
It's friends and family. Does anyone know people out there? It doesn't have to be related to the boyfriend. And then it's the boyfriend. Get on your horse. Yeah. The fucking, you know, the show's coming to town. Figure it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready to play some games? Yeah, let's do it. This week we're playing a new game called Sweet or Corny, presented by Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop popcorn brings you a boom of bold, craveable flavor that you can enjoy at any time on any occasion. Whether you're taking a snack size bag on the go or unwinding with a bowl of your favorite flavor and favorite show at the end of the day, Boom Chicka Pop is the perfect, delicious, but not too indulgent snack. Now, let's see if these dating scenarios are sweet or corny. Ooh. We love, if you're watching on YouTube, I got the we bag. Lo- I love Boom Chicka Pop. Love it. They have The sweet and salty one is great for being like in that middle of that mode of like popcorn, kind of savory. Mm. You also sometimes, it's like, it's great to have the combination of, of um, salty and sweet. My I personal agree. favorite though is the cheese, the white cheddar mm. one, because I'm obsessed with cheese and on this popcorn, literally like we were eating it before the show and I, right. I was unable to stop myself. <laughs> there's, there's like um popcorn dust all over these chairs for everyone here was eating like crazy. I mean, yes. I, I listen, I got, if you watch on YouTube, if, if you're into ASMR. Oh, wow. Popcorn sponsorship. Tough sell on a podcast because you want to eat it the whole time, but you don't want to be the chewing. I don't want to sound like a horse. Yeah, it's tough to eat without grossing out all of the listeners. Right, who, someone out there. Nothing drives someone to write a negative review more than hearing <laughs> someone eat on the podcast. <laughs> Huge fan of Boom Chicka Pop. If you guys haven't tried it, um, it's delicious. There's a flavor for everyone. No, they're all great. They're delicious. I'm eating it right now, as you can hear. Um, <laughs> all right, you ready? First oh, one. Whoa. They read you a poem they wrote about you on the third date. Sweet or corny? Uh, it's going to be a corny, dog. Corny for me. Corny? Here's the thing. You're writing poetry on a third date. It's too soon. Like, even if yeah. I was insanely into you. I agree. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's these too are- soon. Poetry, not, a, not like corny overall in the no. right circumstance. But I agree for this on the third date. It's like, let's keep some a little bit of like mystery of how into each other we are. How important. Here's the thing. And we've talked about this, not to make this like a more, you know, heady conversation because this is poetry in the third date. Ah, you tell the brunch table, everyone laughs. There's a little bit of manipulation in that. Like, if you're doing it on the third date, you're going, all right, what are you trying to get at? Like, if you really like someone, you want them to like you back. You want them to. and, And here's when the poetry on the third date would make sense. Here's when it would make sense. You're at your wedding. They get up to give a speech and they go, I didn't tell you this, but on the third date, I was I felt like such a loser. I wrote this poem. And I, I didn't like, share it with and you. And I didn't share it with I you. I didn't want to come on too strong. Right. That's respect. Yes. Me, poetry on a third date, disrespectful. Disrespectful. Wow. Corny. 
disrespectful. Right? Okay. Because then, yeah, I, I would I, love to not... be on the third date with, with you where someone writes, reads you a poem they wrote and then you tell them it's disrespectful. <laughs> you disrespectful piece of Roses are red, violets are blue. Fuck you! <laughs> Corny though, Corny, Yeah, okay. All right, let's do another. They post lengthy captions about how great you are on Instagram after a month of dating. Honestly, if Mike did this tomorrow, I would still think it was corny. Really? Yes. Okay. I don't need the caption. Text me. Right. Yeah, Who's say it to me. Who is it for? So write it in a, write it in a card. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm like, I love, I think a, a, um, a lengthy, a lengthy letter about how great I am or some, to me, it's like, I would love that if it, it is given to me, I don't need it to be public. Right. Right. Again, it goes back to manipulation. What is it? What are we doing here? Who are yeah. we trying to get? You want likes? Who is it for? Are you using me for likes? Right, that's what I'm saying, Cause if it's for me. Yeah. Tell me. How about a month and they write you a text that's like a screen long. It's an iPhone screen long. Okay. You've been monthing, dating for a month. It's and to the, me personally. To you personally, it's just telling you like, listen, I, I don't I know. I just want, I think you're incredible. This month has been like nothing I've ever experienced before. That is sweet. That's sweet. Yes. If they say it to me. Let's say you break up a year later. Okay. Would you hold that text against them? Um, is it their fault we broke up or is it? <laughs> <laughs> they made out with their friend's ex that they never got married to. No. Oh, well, now I'm making a TikTok. <laughs> No, I'm making a TikTok about that. Right. Um, but yeah, if it's on an end, I agree. Instagram caption, corny, text to me or email or card. Sweet. I'm with you. Yeah. Totally agree. I'm not really into like huge public, like word vomity. I don't, I, I, I see him on Father's Day, Mother's Day. I'm like, your mom's not even on this right. fucking app. Put it in the card. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I. No one wants to see that shit. No. Also, that's the that's the other that's the other thing. Right, right. No right. one wants to see that shit. Right. Like, even if you think like it's that's why you know it's not for it's like it's for something else. Well, you're doing it to show the people that you, you know that you're doing better than them. Right. And no right. one wants to see that. Right. I've never seen like a gushing Instagram caption and been like wow, like authentic display of love. When like, I see a gushing uh, caption, I just click more just to see how long it went. <laughs> I go, whoa. <laughs> I, I, it's only about the size. I never read the whole thing. Okay. Size I nice. just go, so yeah, I'm like, what? <gasps> a thousand words right. <laughs> about an accountant. So what if, same situation. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking out. What if the, it's a text? Text I like. I think it. that's okay. like really sweet and nice and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. and that's about you and letting you them letting you know how they think about you. Right. I, I guess it becomes like when do when does us end and the world begins type of thing. Like right. you know, What's like the reason so that you want everyone to know how much. I also think the more someone does shit like that, the worse the relationship is going. Well, now I'm seeing with my friends' kids. My friends are posting how proud they are of their kids. And I'm like, I, there's a piece of me where I'm like, oh, cool, the kid right. plays no one baseball. No one ever used to have to see that shit. The right, well, the, the people that did it were the most annoying family you knew, the, the one that did like the newsletter. Right. Did you ever I mean, have there, that family? I mean, there's like, there's like the holiday card, which gives like a brief little summary of what everyone's been up to all And year. that family got made fun of to no ends in my house. <laughs> 
<laughs> tough to be tough to be in the community with the freaks. Oh You've no, gotta... We're talking shit. A lifetime of talking shit. <laughs> We're getting on there. There are stand-up bits behind your behind your back. What the fuck do I need to be updated on your family for? <laughs> if I don't know you well enough for you to go, well, oh, this right. is happening. Well, what do you today. think of the captions, but to the kids? Uh, I, I I did read one the other day. I hope I raise a kid who thinks it's gross too. Right. <laughs> well, I, I you get to I mean, I you get to most, raise it. I would so imagine you, most kids are like, "This is embarrassing, mom," or they don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the right. other thing. Well, then why why is it there if they don't even know? We need to bring back the scrapbook. Like right. people are using these pages as their scrapbook. They're, yeah. And instead no of no one needs to see that. Right. That's a business idea. That's a little shark tanky. Here we go. I like it. Okay. You got one more? One more after I threw this right. popcorn. They plan an elaborate picnic for your second date. Oh, that's cute. I like that. That's sweet. That's sweet. That's sweet. That's sweet. Can't beat a picnic. Um, are there chairs? You need to there to be chairs? Because I'm about to be corny on that one. Well, if, here's, There's no chairs. If I'm sitting on the ground, chairs get is the worse. fuck out of here. Chairs is worse because then he's like sweating as he drags the chairs. Like from <laughs> like, like it's too much. I think it's like with the more they're carrying and then they're like physically sweating and right. like uncomfortable and we're walking. I'm like, are we? So is this the spot? No, right. keep walking. You're uh, seeing what they're going to yeah. look like as a corny dad. Yeah. Like as they're carrying they're, right, all the shit. I think it makes it less sexy the right. more shit they have to like drag to the thing. Like you want it to be like you walk up and you just sit. I, I don't yeah. mind sitting on the floor, especially oh. if it's nice, like sunny out. I will dump her at that picnic. You don't if my up. ass touches. You never grass. been to like Central Park? And no, sat on the... I, I've never had a good time there. I've never had a good time at Sheep's Meadow. I, I think it's really? garbage. I think it's so annoying. The bathroom. I was oh, like, oh, let's drink. The bathroom seven. Oh yeah, you got another bathroom. So about three miles that way. And I mean, at least if you're a guy, for the the women's line is always extremely long. The bathroom situation. I agree with you. The bathroom situation sucks, but I I I like a nice picnic. To me, it's always about the person who planned it, wanting to tell people they did that okay i don't think it's very functional like let's go to a fucking restaurant where people serve us like kings <laughs> you're, you're outside you're i don't know I, listen if Come some up. woman brought me on a picnic i would think it's very nice okay if i Only would prefer if there was chairs i mean do it at a picnic table it says it in the name that is not picnic table picnic table is not romantic. white tablecloth or the checkered tablecloth Eh. No, you don't no, like that. I like. I like a nice. You want it on the ground, the a baguette. Yeah. yeah, thoughtful b bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. You know, but the chairs. Eh, it's too much. Here's the. Actually, I'm. I'm now fully corny. This is corny. Okay. You know, I, I changed me because here's a, because I would look like a piece of shit. Oh, because, because you didn't plan anything. Because the picnic, much like the women on TikTok making their bad stories. And, you know, we all march on Washington. Okay. You, I can't disagree with it without sounding like an annoying piece of shit. But isn't that like everything? Okay, like, like she pulls up, are we sitting on the ground? Well, Where's the bathroom? so high maintenance. I, I am. I am what I am. Okay. I, uh, my complaints would sound so annoying. What if that, she's like, I want to give you a hand job under the picnic basket? Under the picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I gotta sit on the grass. My ass itches from the grass. I think it's nice. It's a nice hot day, high UV index. We sit in the sun. 
the cheese melts uh, all over the place. My, sound, doesn't this sound awful to you? I th- I li- I've done I've done it. I like it. Yeah. I've done it, and every time I'm like, I am exhausted from this fucking well, date. If you are listening to this podcast and you <laughs> want to plan a second date with Jared, right. You know where not to go. Air conditioning. So if so, if someone was going to plan a date for you, where would you want them to take you? Mm. Um, where would I want them to? <laughs> I I like uh I, okay. It would be my perfect date because we know no museums, no, no fucking picnics. museums, no picnics. Okay, okay. We go to a corner spot of the bar. Okay, we go to a bar highly air conditioned. Okay, corner spot. They're on their phone. I'm on my phone. Nobody speaks. Wow, Romantic. perfect second date. Okay. Listen. <laughs> When it comes to snacking, corny is never a bad thing. With delicious, bold flavors like sweet and salty kettle corn, white cheddar and sea salt, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is the perfect match for every craving. I am going to take home like four bags of this white cheddar popcorn. It is so good. I'm waiting for us. Unlike some people, I'm waiting for us to stop recording so I can stuff them all in my face. If you're listening right now, you can hear me chomping on the sweet and salty kettle. Here's what I like about the sweet and salty kettle. Crunchy. It is crunchy. This yeah. is It's got a crunch to it that is addicting as much as the flavor. So, I mean, I love it. And you can try Angie's Boom Chicka Pop for yourself by visiting www.boomchickapop.com. That's B-O-O-M-C-H-I-C-K-A-P-O-P.com. And that's it for this episode. We did it. We solved dating again. I'm so proud of us. We'll be back on Sunday with your Sunday special. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.